You're listening to the Back on Beat Podcast. Producer and strategy coach, Gerald Purify, will help you evaluate your current situation and help you build strategies for the changes needed as a musicpreneur. Designed to help you build a clear plan, help you focus on what's important, and overall, explore the tools you need for success. Let's get back on beat. What's going on? Thank you for tuning into this episode of Back on Beat. Had a pretty eventful weekend, um, but here we are again. We're back to another shutdown, but I refuse to let this get me down. You know, of course, I wish I could be gigging, just bringing joy to people, hanging out with friends and playing music. But this time, I'm not going to take for granted and I'm going to use it to strive to create a better me in the things that I'm lacking. Um, In this episode, it's going to be real brief, but it was really cool last week. I got to sit down with Gio, the lead singer from uh, King Fu. We talked a little bit because he's in the process of recording the album. Um, And then I just want to touch on some ideas that I had dealing with my last episode with Colin Dean. Um, So I hope you enjoy it and let's get to it. cool thing is whatever it is you're struggling with either there's somebody that is struggling with the same thing that has struggled with it in the past or will struggle with it in the future so there's ways for you to connect with people that have been down the road that you are currently on to try to help you navigate through it as best as possible so last week i sat down with with Gio from King Fu. And we talked about the recording process as he's going through his album. And one of the things that was different for him, as well as it is for a lot of people, is whenever you want to record an album, best practices require that you record with a meter, a click, a metronome of some sort to keep time. I've been in situations where, you know, try to do it without and it just does not work out. Um, The musicians don't blend well or lock in together. Like, you have to have that meter. And so he expressed to me how this was a new, basically a new world for him because he's never played, never um, performed to a meter before. And then all of a sudden they have these songs they've written and they practice them and they know them down to a T. But now to play it to a meter was a lot different. Well, I too struggled with that when I first started messing with meters. I spent well over 15 years playing before I even was introduced to playing to a meter. Um, And it was a huge struggle for me because I just wasn't used to it. So in the process, and I've said this before on the podcast, one of the things that helped me out was um, taking that meter and making it musical. So changing the cowbell sound or the metronome sound and maybe making the two and four of it a clap and then the one, two, three, and four of it a shaker. 
And that way, now it sounds like I'm playing with the percussionist. And that was more natural for me to get. Um, and he voiced that he had to go home. They had to, like, you know, get things in order. He had to practice day and night singing and playing to it. And all of a sudden, now they're locked in. So some of the things that was interesting to me was I struggled with that. And he was saying how he struggled with that. I know that there's others that struggle with it as well. Um, And then locking that into my last episode, talking with Colin, you know, um, I personally, me, I love backing tracks. Colin knows the concept and the vision of his band. And the way he was explaining it makes a lot of sense. People that go to see Brass Mash are going to see a brass band mash up popular music. And so in that regard, it doesn't make sense to have backing tracks, you know, synth leads, all that stuff, because they're going to see exactly what it is that they're watching. And I'm all for adding elements and all that. So I I just wanted to like clarify that. I don't know if I sounded like I was against that, but some of the situations that I, I've been in or I'm currently in right now, my first start into it was with my parents. My parents sing and... We used to have a full band, but then after a while, schedules got in the way, you know, dealing with people and rehearsals and stuff like that. And so they kind of like stopped for a little while. And I recognized that people really enjoyed what they did. Um, and so I wanted to keep that going so that I can be a part of it. And so I voiced to them, how about we get some backing tracks going? And that way we can still continue. So basically... And we've done this at the Frog and Peach. I brought them along. And basically what we've done is um, I have the music and the background for them. And then I play drums on top of the music. Um, It's gone very well. And so this is something that has worked really well in the venues specifically that they do in dealing with church. And then there's been other times where I've played in bands where we just kind of add a percussion track or a light synth track, whatever. But um, I'm I'm currently in the process of building tracks for an artist I'm going to be playing for. And it's going to be the music and then me playing drums over, over on top. Um, occasionally, we might add a bass player. We might add a guitarist. But I think in the next couple episodes, I'm going to do one where I break stuff down and building some of those tracks because I think it'll be pretty exciting. So in the last couple episodes, I put up a free download on my website. If you go to the free resources tab and you scroll down to the MIDI controller, what I have is um, a free download of some pads. They're 20 minutes long and they're in every key. Um, And I voiced that. I was excited to hear what people would um, do with them, how creative they would get with them and let me know. Well, surprisingly, I've gotten some messages. And why am I surprised? I don't know. I feel like nobody listens to me, but like, I really appreciate you guys listening. And I had some questions about the process of like how they would use those pads. So basically, and I think I need to do a breakdown of this. So I think maybe in the next episode, I'm going to break this down, but I'm just going to explain it to you real quick. Um, So basically, like, let's say that you were in a, well, just think about movies or TV. And how much music is a part of visuals and how much emotion they bring out. Like the music itself tells a story. 
I heard someone say that if you were to turn off the visual part of the television show or the movie you're watching, you should be able to know what's going on based upon the music that is in the background. Um, I don't know how much that is true, but that is pretty interesting. So dealing with the pads, think about me talking. Like, let's say I'm trying to voice a word of encouragement, trying to inspire you, trying to motivate you in any kind of way, right? Okay, so now it's just my voice. But let's say that I add something warm background underneath that. You know, like if you ever hear like a motivational speaker like on YouTube and then all of a sudden there's like this uh, orchestra of strings that comes in and it just enhances what they're saying. So that's one way that the pads can work. Um, another way is transitions. So let's say that I, made, I built a set list and let's say three songs I have in the same key. And then in between song, I want to just flow right into them. Um, but I don't have like an outro that goes into the intro of the next song. What I can do is as I end the song, I can keep that pad that's in that key going. And that way there's no like erupt stop or break. It's smooth transitions into it. Uh, so that's another way. And one of the other ways is just to like build on top of it. Let's say that I wanted to, I'm going to, a solo artist and I'm playing my guitar or piano and okay that's all cool and everything but like if I wanted to add just a little bit more but not too much you can add the pad into it to where it just creates that smooth subtle extra going on I don't know how to describe it but like they really work so I encourage you guys if not already that you um take a look and see if you can um, really incorporate something, even if it's just like playing around. Um, contact me and let me know uh, if there's any more questions or if um, you figured something out and you would like to uh, like to talk about it. What I'm thinking about doing is I got this idea from somebody and I think it's really cool. I think I want to do like a... Uh, a beat share type thing. And if it turns into a song, that's great. Me being known for drumming, I think I'm going to start off with the percussion track that I'll make. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to pass it off to somebody that can add another element. And we'll just keep passing, passing, passing until create like a full on beat, full on song, whatever. I think it'll be really cool, really creative and excited to hear what you guys have um, to add to it. So if you're interested in something like that and being a part of it, please let me know. You can contact me at contact.joepurified.com or you can message me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I think that'll be really, really cool to uh, experiment with. I know this was brief, but in conclusion, I just want to say or maybe encourage you that if you're not sure, try them out. I know this was brief, but in conclusion... I just want to say that backing tracks aren't for every situation or aren't for everyone. I understand that. But if you're able to get creative in that way and try it out, let me know. Also, be on the lookout. We got some more cool things coming up. Um, this being episode 30, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen, passing the word around and all that. So once again, let me know if you are interested in being a part of the, I guess I'll call it the Beat Share Project. I'll start off with the percussive element and I'll pass it off to a bass player, guitar player, key player, 
a horn player, harmonica player, whatever it is that you do, if you can add to it and get creative, that'd be amazing. Just email me at contact at Message me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, stay safe. You guys stay encouraged and stay creative. Even during this time, stay connected. And remember, victory loves preparation. And I'll talk to you guys again next week. Peace.